Hashtag Top Scholar, the University of Cape Town shone at this year's NRF, National Research Foundations Awards, with 31 researchers receiving A ratings in 2022, the most of any South African university. The NRF celebrates South African research at its annual awards ceremony each year, and recipients are nominated by their peers and research institutions, allowing awardees to be recognized in a variety of categories. Today's top scholar research investigates the use of robotics and artificial intelligence to effectively monitor the health status of wildlife, a game changer for the fields of ecology and conservation management in the country. In addition, he was recently named 2023 recipient of the Oppenheimer Memorial Trust Fellowship Award. Professor Patel, our guest, will use the funds associated with this award, which is valued at half a million rand, to fast track his latest work during his sabbatical at the University of Oxford in the UK next year. He's on the line. First things first, Amir Patel, Associate Professor, University of Cape Town, Department of Engineering. Many, many congratulations for a sterling achievement. Prof, good evening. Welcome. Uh, evening, Songezo. Uh, th- thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a great honor. Talk to us about your plans for sabbatical next year. I mean, it doesn't come higher than that. Half a million in the pocket for your research at, un- <laughs> at the University of Oxford. That's a high accolade. <laughs> th- thanks so much, man. I, th- I think uh, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm a bit uh, of a workaholic. I guess I should be taking uh, the sabbatical to relax, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to embark on a new project. Um, and it, yeah, it's quite exciting, and it's it's something that I've been sort of uh, um, you know since the pandemic really had this idea that um, we should be monitoring the health of of wildlife as you know because they, it's really uh, it's becoming more and more prevalent that um, our health and uh, wildlife and the environment is very much intertwined, mm-hmm. um, and the system that I'm developing is hopefully going to be able to predict you know, when animals are sick so that we can actually either uh, in, uh, take intervention or, you know, warn the public and so on. And it so, becomes yeah. more pronounced when you're talking about endangered wildlife, for instance, like the rhino. I mean, the yeah. the cross-functionality of your research is not just limited perhaps to the health, but also just to monitor numbers and movements and where they are feeding and where perhaps they might be largely in danger from poachers and the like. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a big uh, component of the work is actually, uh, uh, you know, I've been chatting to sand parks, South African National Parks, quite a mm-hmm. bit. And they're very interested uh, from the perspective of um, lion health. So lions actually get um, a whole bunch of diseases from um, us and our domestic animals. So things like uh, canine distemper virus or rabies virus, bovine tuberculosis, those kinds of things can actually... Uh, you know, cross over into lions and the pride and spread across the uh, the entire ecosystem. And, you know, the only way that they can, at the moment, figure out something is wrong is either to find, you know, uh, dead or dying lions or analyze the, uh, you the know, the, the blood samples. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So then by that point, it's too late. It's so too late, the idea yeah. with my system is for us to sort of come up with a, a new way of, of you know, doing things with camera traps to be able to detect things like lions uh, or, or just animals in general, the heart rate, uh, breathing rate, the body temperatures, so that we'll know if something's up. Of course, they all, I would think this is a 
concern or a, a concern not because one is worried, but a concern simply because just to manage the instincts of a wild animal and for it to enjoy its body without, if you like, human intervention because we're part of the problem. Mm. Where would or how invasive or intrusive would essentially these devices be? I don't know if it's medical or technological devices, but whatever it is, where would it sit and how would it impact on the mobility of the life of, of, of the wildlife? Yeah, so it's the, the amazing thing is that they are completely non-invasive, non-contact systems that we, we're talking about. So, you know, it's, if you can imagine the way that a camera trap works or camera, you know, where the animal will walk past it and it will be, you know, maybe within a meter to up until 10 meters. Um, and then we will be able to, without touching the animal, through various uh, sensing systems, measure the the, um, the health status. So, so, so yeah, the equipment is located <laughs> against the earth, if you like, or against the tree or whatever. Yeah. Very well. Yes, yes. But of course, now, this is something not just useful for sandpox, but I would imagine those in agriculture, particularly livestock, would be interested. I mean, just very recently, there was a case of livestock being banned in the Eastern Cape. Oh, I just forget now because I'm just thinking off the cuff, but there was a question of bovine something in the Eastern Cape, which meant mm-hmm. that cattle cattle in the Eastern Cape couldn't move from one town to the other because of this outbreak, um, whatever mm. it was. So I'm just thinking this sort of technology could potentially or just as much be useful. Yeah, yeah. Foot and mouth, foot so, and mouth. I mean, Thank you, Lesejo. Lesejo is talking about foot and mouth <laughs> I mean, the Eastern Cape. So. Yeah, yeah. It would be foot and mouth disease, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so um, I mean, the, the idea is our first um, animals we're going to look at are uh, domestic animals so initially we're going to look at dogs and then you know for something of a comparative size to a lion and then uh, the other end we're also going to look at very small animals so we busy working with UCTL sciences looking at um, just doing some rats so because they're nice and easy to work with and we can Poor validate us so. <laughs> and um, but yeah no definitely we actually in the moment uh, um, we're busy uh, patenting and applying for patents for these various systems because they are the huge implications for the agricultural sector. Make lots of money, man, and protect South <laughs> Africa's intellectual property. Well done, Amir. Much, many congratulations to you and all your best for your sabbatical and bring home the bacon, whatever it will turn out to be in the UK. <laughs> Thanks so much, Sankeza. Thank you again for having me. Much appreciated. Thank you for indulging us. Hashtag top scholar, Professor Amir Patel. Trailblazer, certainly. 2147. On the money, Lesejo. Good night, everybody.